A registered investment advisor. Financial planning services through Andover Advisory Group, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Andover Advisory Group are not affiliated. Cambridge does not offer tax or legal advice. WCCM Salem. News at the top and bottom of every hour. 1110 a.m. at 102.9 FM HD2. Eagle News Radio. I'm Dave Anthony. It's the Democrats' turn. Our party is coming together here to unify, to elect Hillary Clinton, and defeat Donald Trump. And, and that's what you're going to see today. Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook. But so far, it's been all about Debbie Wasserman Schultz. We heard a lot of boos among the cheers, even a chant of shame. Hours before the Democratic convention starts, Fox's Tanya J. Powers live in Philadelphia. Dave, the outgoing chairman of the DNC tried to carry on with her message, but it was shouted down at the Florida breakfast. Said at an email leak that suggests the DNC favored Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders. The civil authorities have issued a required weekly test for all of Connecticut, all of Districts of Columbia, all of Delaware, all of Florida, all of Georgia, all of Indiana, all of Kentucky, all of Massachusetts, all of Maryland, all of Maine, all of Michigan, all of North Carolina, all of New Hampshire, all of New Jersey, all of New York, all of Ohio, all of Pennsylvania, all of Rhode Island, all of South Carolina, all of Virginia, all of Vermont and all of West Virginia beginning at 11 a.m. and ending at 12 p.m., WCCM. Test message e-pause open cap EAS feet configuration test message. Thousand homes under an evacuation order. We do ask that they leave. It's safer that we get in there and we're able to save these homes. Chris Reed with the L.A. County Fire Department. 18 houses have burned down. One person died. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Is the economy booming? Why is the stock market up? Hey, it's an election year. Anything goes. No matter who wins, stocks look overbought. Move into silver. Use your retirement account. Do it right. Why pay setup and storage fees? Special offer. Free setup and storage fees. Learn how. Call Goldworth. Request your guide free. 800-257-GOLD. 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 Visit goldworth.com. Smith reporting is a new way to get the news. There's breaking news now on Fox News Channel. I'm excited about this because my role has changed a lot. I'm kind of acting as quarterback and I get to call the shot. I'll talk about that and I'll talk about this. We're trying to be game changers. We've created all of this so that we can get news fast, accurate, fair, and balanced. We want to lead the pack. More of today's top headlines from the Fox News deck. Now is the time for Shepard Smith Report. Tune in to Shepard Smith Reporting weekdays on the Fox News Channel. Trending at 1103 on Eagle News Radio 1110, I'm David Martinez. Police in Lawrence are continuing to investigate the shooting of a 16-year-old boy last Wednesday evening. City police are looking for multiple suspects and had vehicle ventures they are searching for. Police Chief James Fitzpatrick told the Eagle Tribune that he was outraged that the shooting took place in what was described as a predominantly quiet neighborhood. The boy was shot outside on Tenney Street near his residence about 11 p.m. Wednesday. An officer was in the area on patrol and heard gunshots. 
Call came into 911 a few minutes later. The boy's in critical condition at a Boston hospital. Police are not releasing his identity. Police have said they believe the shooting was not gang-related or related to drugs, but they do not believe that this was a random shooting. Police are looking for multiple suspects and have a vehicle of interest they are searching for. For more information on this and other local news, visit eagletribune.com and listen at the top of every hour. For Eagle News Radio, Newsflash. Now time for Ghost Chronicles on Eagle Radio 1110. The following is a paid program. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and the guests and are not necessarily those of WCCM or its sponsors. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition right here on Eagle Radio 1110, 102.9 HD2, and, of course, TojiNet and AstroNet Radio as well. So you can catch us on the air, on your smartphone, or on your computer, maybe the Ghost ghost Box. Ghost Box. Who knows? Anyways, Mm. uh, I am Ron Kolick. And that, of course, is Lou Blasi over there. And also with us today, as usual, is New England's scary godmother, Roxy Zwicka. Yes, we are everywhere. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> and don't forget to log into our chat room. We're in there chatting this morning into toginet.com. We must not forget Ken. Good morning. And my husband, Ken. <laughs> Poor Kenny gets like dumped on. I mean, not oh. dumped on, but just like dumped in there at the last just, moment. Oh, you know? by the way, and, and Ken, here, here he is. He doesn't even have a last name. It's just Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest today, by the way, is somebody who I've known a couple of years now, right? Right. Sort of, kind of, you know, kind of, sort of. Yeah, kind of. Sort of. Yep. Uh, she's from uh, our neck of the woods, Lou. Oh yeah. Yep. I think you. Well, whatever. Whatever. No. The Merrimack Valley. Merrimack, yeah, <laughs> Merrimack Valley, yeah. Okay. That qualifies. That qualifies. And she is a psychic goddess, which is always intriguing me, and also uh, does angel readings. And what do you call an angel person, by the way? An oh. angel person, an angel reader? Angel reader? I think angel call? reader. I, they all, many mm. have different names for themselves, but I... I know. It, it's always hard because you come up with these different names. Because I was going to put down psychic goddess and angel... What was it? <laughs> Expert? Good enough. <laughs> liaison. Angel liaison. Angel, yeah. angel communicator. Angel and, uh, you know, so welcome. Thank you. And psychic goddess... Easy for you to say. Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> Especially with no teeth. <laughs> it's even worse. Even worse. Uh, but anyways, um, a psychic... Artist is something that's always intrigued me because you know you have like you you're a medium and there are so many others and they they tell you about a person they may contact with but it's interesting to actually be able to actually see that mm-hmm. person that they're seeing. But find that intriguing, uh, Lou. Yes, that's a good winning word answer. I like intriguing. That. Yes, intriguing. Yeah, 
Right I'm anxious to go. I want to hear. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways. You uh, don't want to hear me talk? Don't want to hear about this? Fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nancy, um, how did you get all involved in all this? Well, the big picture in all of this was um, it chased me down. You know, I was starting to see and hear. I always did see and hear voices, angels, little kid. You know, I was raised Catholic, so I just called them angels because it's the <laughs> word I got. And then, you know, and, the, and I got raised in uh, going to church and all that as a little kid. And then saw, I was very clairvoyant, saw stuff, felt stuff. And um, then, uh, quite a sh- like every kid does, shuts it down. And then uh, early motherhood, babies came. My intuition, poosh, came up big time. And I actually um, had an event where uh, my daycare provider, uh, his, her, his brother-in-law, was murdered in a, in a robbery. Whoa! And it was it was upsetting to all of us. And um, at one point, the car, the police had compounded the car. It was in the car it was shot up. And they brought it to, the, of all places, her house, the daycare center. And um, what? they flatbedded it over, dropped it off, full of bullet holes, full of... Oh they made God. a mess out of it. And my friend just broke down and started crying. She goes, help me clean this. I don't want my husband to see this. Oh, my gosh. So we had the, the assistant watch the kids, and we went through all the papers and cleaned it up as fast as I can. And the uh, spirit that was around the car... Uh, embedded himself in my auric field and I heard he told me his whole life uh, for two weeks I heard nothing but but, but <laughs> from this guy <laughs> and um, I was I'm a artist too uh, I went to Rhode Island School of Design and okay. for illustration so there it was a natural thing he started showing me pictures I started drawing them so I drew his picture I drew his father's picture and I drew pictures of three men that were related the last three men he saw in his life and uh, we still don't know how they were connected to this whole thing, but one of them, when I brought the package of drawings to my friend, said, uh, I know that guy, and I know there's something wrong with him. I know I know he's a person of interest. So that was fascinating. I have never seen these, any of these people before, so that's how it all started. That's pretty cool, actually. Wow. And, and how, how did that go? Was that able to help them in the case, or...? Well, let's see. This was several, several years ago. Um, I don't want to say how many, but um, <laughs> they, uh, they, they, the police took the whole packet. I had written about ten pages and did five awesome. drawings. And then I was, about three months later, given the packet back, was not allowed to speak to the police, was not brought in to in, for an interview. So I don't know how they used it. Mm-hmm. I always, to this day, wonder... You weren't allowed to speak to them? No. No, how they come didn't want to... That's just how they rolled. Police can be weird, let me tell you. We we worked on a case, Maureen. They'd want all the information. Yeah, we worked on a case with Maureen and and uh, a a police department in New Hampshire, and we were looking for a body basically, and uh, we were we were close. So the guy we were working with uh, told his supervisor, and the words of his supervisor to him was. If you find that body, I want their asses in here because I know they're associated with the murder. Yeah. So if they found the body, we would have been hauled into to the police station interrogated. Because they weren't buying well, the other parts. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So a total different frame. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's strange. If you get the right people, like, you know, uh, it seemed like if they accepted your, your pack and everything, at least they went that far. Then you're okay, but even Maureen has told me stories where she hasn't thought of that. But yeah, oh, yeah I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, they want to know how do you know that information, and they're not buying the, the medium stuff. They're not buying the psychic stuff. Right. You know, they're looking for the logical yep. uh, conclusions. So it's, the only way you could know is if you help put it there. That's right. Yeah, or knew the people who did. Or witnessed it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy stuff. Yeah. So so what helped you make the connection from just hearing all that information to actually drawing their pictures? Like, how, how did that just come to you? Well, at that time, well, I had no idea about mediumship or anything like that. But at that time, as I was kind of hearing his voice pictures were embedded themselves in front of my face and i'm a, a visual person anyway being an illustrator and that so i said geez what am what i what sign are you here? just curious Sag, sagittarius okay cool so so um so i just said well give in to it and um i had blank sheets of paper in front of me and i saw the faces start to emerge from the sheets of paper mm. that was really cool that was spirit mm. teaching me since then they've been hardcore they don't show me anything i just have to pick up my pencil and trust i'm going to draw it mm-hmm. and um we're work, it's a work in progress constantly between spirit and me. The more that I can open up and let them impact me, the better the, the drawing is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, we have arguments back and forth what pencils to use or what style you know, of, of, uh, of drawing that I'm going to do. Um, because y- some spirit artists have no background training in, in drawing. I have background training, and sometimes it helps me a lot, and sometimes it gets in my way, and I don't want to talk negative but that's how it did it. it's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden i saw these images coming up from the pages and i had to you know i had to sketch them that's great that's cool stuff wow. i actually saw her and and yeah her i saw nancy and uh, <laughs> wow she's right here right <laughs> i saw her and, and we'll get your name tag nancy and work working uh doing this uh she was at spirit quest was a couple of years ago yes yeah, yeah. yeah and we did a little event and she was off by the side while we were connecting with spirit and she was drawing up these things it's pretty cool it's really really i still have those oh, drawings good, yeah good. That, i, I mean, love them oh, yeah. that was amazing yeah but that's it's it, like i said it's always always fascinating the only one i had ever heard about was uh uh Shepard, what's his name? I can't remember his first name. Oh, God. It's not Alan Shepard because we know who he is. Uh, he was from the U.K., but he was on Most Haunted, and, and that's where I first was introduced to a psychic goddess. So it's it's always intrigued me. This is fascinating because it's a real committal. I mean, it's one thing talking and uh, working around interpretation and people putting what they want into the words, but you draw a picture of somebody that's supposed to be somebody to them. That's pretty committal. Right. Well, it is. Yeah. It, it is. It, it, and I feel like I'm walking a thin line sometimes. Yeah. And uh, oftentimes I'll send a drawing home to them while they're lost on who this could be. And I say, go home, put it up on your dresser, and look at it for a couple of weeks. And I do. they come back saying, oh, it just occurred to me, blah, blah, blah. And this is so-and-so, and this is how it worked. And what you said about this connects in about that. And I'm being kind of weird uh, generalization, but it sometimes takes a while for people to really sink in who it is that was coming through. I can bring someone through and totally draw their sister oh. kind of thing. So, um, Or sometimes I hit it spot on. I sometimes occasionally do work on criminal um, investigations. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, if, if it's someone who's passed, then I'll draw that person. But occasionally a couple other drawings will come through other faces and descriptions of people. And then I leave it up to um, the people listening to interpret that. Right. So you have a, a, a resume of police departments that will... A resume. Give you a call? <laughs> no, I mean, there are Not, people, no, people no, have worked yeah, with you. Yeah. Yeah. In the Rolodex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Well, yeah. So far, I'm not in anyone police offices. Uh, yeah. 
Rolodex. Yeah. But uh, it's it's coming that way. It's coming that way. Do you find, do you find that um, after you've, you've given a person drawing and said, you know, meditate on that for two weeks and see if you can figure out who it is, that they get back to you with a picture for, of someone that matches? I mean, that must be amazing to see someone show you a picture of what you just drew, not knowing who it was. It's it's phenomenal. When people do, you know, people a lot of times are very shy and they, and they won't or they'll forget. And I'll, uh, you know, and I don't want to haggle them and remind them. But the pictures that I've gotten back are, have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, people who, um, my fa- one of my favorites, well, I have so many favorites, but I read for somebody out in the Midwest. I never saw her. I only heard her voice. And I drew her, um, I brought in, you know, her boyfriend had passed on a, you know, in a very tragic way and drew the drawing and crossed my fingers, sent it out. Well, she sent me the most amazing photos back. He was Asian. Um, he, his age range, um, his whole facial structure were pretty close. And uh, I was, uh, I get so excited. It's like, it, you oh, know, you should I, be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a, the first thing, you know what I mean? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's the first, every time is the first time kind of thing. See, this is the, the really the cool thing. Like we've talked on the show many times that people will get pictures and they'll say, well, look, that's the queen of England. You look at it because she's supposed to be haunting the place and there's this blur and that must be the queen. But here we have something that's a little bit more than a blur. It's, it's very, uh, you know, distinctive, so it's that you can actually personal. compare it, right? But you can. The thing is, you can actually compare it to somebody who had lived or, or whatever is associated with a place, associated with a person, or whatever. Well, Nancy and, on her website used the word evidentiary. It can yeah. be very evidentiary. Yeah. It very, really can bring home um, the the um, connection that that spirit, that loved one, is still there. Um, I have to say that sometimes they have their own bit version and view of what they look like, so it takes a while to draw in all, all the wrinkles anyways, but sometimes <laughs> they come in looking much younger. Um, but they come in at their favorite time of their lives, mm-hmm. and they'll say, oh, I saw that, that I'll draw mom. Mom passed, she was 80, but she's coming in as a 40-year-old woman, and we talk about when mom was 40 and what were her favorite things. Now, they, you may not remember what they looked like back then. Well, they, they usually have photos. Or your gra- certainly your grandmother, right? Yeah. The, the other interesting thing is, I assume they come dressed. Yes. See, I mean, if it was just like spirit or thing, you know, they're showing themselves, like you said, in their best times when they they want to look. Decent. Sometimes I'll get. Uh, it's, you get glasses. It's mostly head right. and shoulders. Sometimes I get glasses. Some sometimes not. If they have reading glasses, sometimes they'll show them. Uh, I do like beards, mustaches, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A little balding. Sometimes somebody who's been, you know, no hair up there for a few years will want to put his hair back in, <laughs> and it's kind of funny. But I do get little pieces of jewelry sometimes, or little pins. I get. Someone came in as a nurse, and I had a I had a drew jewelry on her. It turned out it was a pin. Her. Her uh, uh, pub um, professional plate. pin. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. You get hats at all, or scarves, or anything like that. Occasionally I do that. Yeah. Um, occasionally I do. Uh, me, I focus on the eyes, the shape of the nose, the shape right. of the face, kind of thing, and then I throw in, you know, whatever they they are showing mm-hmm. me. I don't know why I have a hard time drawing hats. We <laughs> 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 both are wearing hats right now. It's like, how would I draw that? <laughs> <laughs> now, do you do your drawings in black and white or in color? Um, I use a series of um, Conti crayons and pencils, mm-hmm. so you'll get sometimes you'll get black and white, and sometimes you'll get a, a series of shades of stuff like that. Um, I feel that I get more time out of working black and white, and I do do color, mm-hmm. and people like the color. But I find that if I'm just working it with two or three different kinds of pencils, I'm more focused on the you uh, readings. 
uh, go pretty quickly, and I don't have hours and hours to spend on them. So instead of mastering the color, I've mastered the um, the, the dis- facial structure. Do you have a, a tendency to want to complete it? In other words, oh, yeah. you, you want to put yeah. color in and you want to yeah. finish it off. You know, it's like I know, and then, and then the reading goes on. They've been there two hours ago. Oh, you must. They go, I have to go now, and I'm like, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it must be. You know, it's it's an interesting thing. Now let's talk a little bit about the angels. You say you work with angels. How do you work with angels? Well. It's it's actually really easy to work with angels. You just invite them in, and then I ask them to sit with me. Um, the most important piece of the angel my, around me, Archangel Michael's my favorite, is through protection and clarity. God's Marines. Yeah, you <laughs> betcha. And um, so I work with the angels behind the scenes. Um, sometimes they'll come forward and help introduce someone in spirit, and sometimes not. But mostly it's for the protection, the, the focus, the clarity, and the, the nurturing and the sustenance that go to me behind the readings. If um, I bring an angel in for somebody who I'm reading, it's their guardian angel. It's their guides. It's it's all. It's. Uh, do you see what I'm saying? So sometimes, uh, although the biggest thing is sometimes when I get a communicator who's a, uh, a difficult communicator, there's a lots of different ways a communicator can be difficult. They don't say anything. They're unclear. They're all over the map on stuff. My angels will bring them online and will interpret some of the things that they're trying to communicate with me. So, so when you say a communicator, you're talking about someone who has passed. Yes, a loved one in spirit. Yes. Ah, okay. So you get the marine, the yeah, the, the marines. <laughs> you got the angels there, straighten them out. You know, you know, grabbing them by the ear and saying, "Okay, listen oh, here." Yeah. <laughs> or, or just it's like, um, or just they clear the channel. They, it's like you move. It's like a radio, and some oh, channels come cool. in like, yeah. and some come clear. So I just ask them to help shift the vibration mm-hmm. of the communication, so I can hear them more clearly and understand them. Okay. I also have them interpret things that scare me. I get scared just like any person. Really? Yeah, sometimes some of the details that come through. Especially if it's a young child with a, with a difficult passing, um, can can really touch my heart, and um, so I have them help me deliver the details. Uh, yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah. So, anyways, we're talking with uh, Nancy Smith, uh, who's a psychic goddess and angel communicator. If you want to join in in the conversation, you can call us at eight seven seven six eight seven eight zero zero five. That's eight seven seven six eight seven eight zero zero five. Or you can actually text us at nine seven eight seven one two. Eight zero zero five. That's nine seven eight seven one two eight zero zero five. Or Roxy, or you can log into our Toji chat room at tojinet.com and send us your questions or comments in there. Hmm. There you go. Oh, yeah. So you do um, angels. If someone wanted an angel reading, how would they go about doing this with you? Well, if they wanted angel reading, we would sit down. They would ask. I always ask, "What what do you want to know? Why are you here? What are, what are you looking for?" And if they say, "Okay, I really want to know what the angels have to say," I do use cards sometimes. I didn't, um, I, or I didn't bring cards today, but I mm-hmm. do use cards sometimes, or I go to angel cards. I just have to ask. I have angel <laughs> cards. I have my favorite angel cards are uh, not Doreen Virtue, but uh, a woman named Kimberly Marooney, the first mm-hmm. angelologist, and uh, that I that I mean. That I ever heard of, and so she has done a t- tremendous amount of research. So I've just kind of educated myself on that. But mostly, um, I just open up to the to what's happening energetically, and then they start feeding me the information. Let's start with the basics. Tell us about the basics of angels. How does it work with humans? Do we have a roster? Do we have a guardian angel? Are we on 
the roster of an archangel? Uh, how does this all you work? You mean we get some assigned to us? Yeah, are, are, are we assigned yeah. to particular yeah. angels? Are they assigned to us? They're like a guidance, guidance counselor? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I pity the fool that got me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we hear about guardian uh, angels. The guardian angels, um, as I understand it, um, when we're uh, souls up in wherever we are, uh, we, we have a map, we create a plan, and then we, we hire different people and other pe- uh, souls people to to be with us as we go on this journey this is a big deal being here this is a big deal being alive and we have guardian angels that watch over us they have the plan and uh, they they keep trying to nudge us towards the plan here's what i wanted you to do in this life and we can ignore them and do it the hard way or or we can you know sets apart some quiet time and really take a look at what's happening what are the signs and signals in our lives or what are we um have, what's, what are we disinclined to do? What are we inclined to do? And those things can be intuitions from our guardian angels. Uh, we need to learn to develop a vocabulary with them and, and recognize how they're talking to us. Each guardian angel has its own personality and its own set of you know um, ways of talking. And uh, we are... Uh, they, they never leave us. They're always with us. And I feel... And then we have little sets of angels and divine guidance is that come and go in and out of our lives. Uh, we can, um, Archangel Michael is like, I, like I was keep going back to them because he's amazing, but he, it's like, think of a massive energy that surrounds every single person. You can call on that energy anytime that you want. Angels, um, with a free will zone, I don't know if you ever heard, heard of that, anyone ever talk about that, but we are, as we live our lives, we're free to choose and do whatever mm-hmm. we want to do. Um, and and uh, we're born forgetting about what our plan and all that stuff. So we can choose to listen to the guidance or not listen to the guidance, but we need to ask for it. We always need to ask the angels to intervene and help because they can't unless we ask. That's kind of a rule oh, that, that I've... Yeah. Oh, I never thought of it that yeah. way. Yeah. So when we kind of complain, well, I don't, I'm not getting any help, there's no spiritual stuff, I'm all alone. Did you ask? Mm-hmm. And did you How get specific? You say... I really am lost here in, on the street in Methuen. Can you help me find my way? Which building is it? It's like right. Siri. Exactly. <laughs> Only with more soul. Yeah. And uh, um, also, I, I just was talking to um, a service about prayer. Um, when we pray, uh, a lot of times we hold back we, uh, and we don't say, we, we, we try to clean everything up and we try to be perfect. <laughs> um, I feel like we, I, what I want what they want us to do is really say it, say it the way it is. Mm-hmm. Just put it all out there. I need help with this. And then be quiet. Meditate. See what the signs and the signals are around us. Um, the, the language of the angels, the language of the divine is through love and compassion. And, and if we're, we're really um, fetching and afraid and cranky, we need to shift out of that emotions and open ourselves to receive um, you know, the information that they have to give us. They give us... Um, Amazing signs and amazing synchronicities. Um, I get a lot of information through the animals um, as well. Um, I, just the other day, I was in um, just having dinner in front of the TV, and I looked down, and there was a white feather on my plate. I don't know where it came from, but it was like, oh, I had been asking this question over and over again, and I said, oh my gosh, you are listening to me. It was amazing. So I don't know where this white feather could have possibly come from. But it in was your there. living room? In my living room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird stuff. But, uh, you know, it, it's so intriguing that you say that the free cho- choice zone. I, I so agree with that, and that 
all through our life we make our own decisions and it's not like we're on a predestined thing and every little decision we make affects our journey as we go along and so you know a lot of time we, we like to blame other people but it, in reality it, it it's ourselves Correct. that does it it, yeah. it totally is yeah. totally is the blame thing is really a, a, a a lot of times we just don't want to face it. We just don't want to see it. We don't see, want to see our part in it. Or it really, we want to, we'd rather put ourselves into a victim mode of this is happening to me. And we don't take responsibility. Exactly. And, we, and we don't learn. You're right, Ken. Yeah, exactly. That's key right there. You know, I, it was so funny. One of the things I wanted you to do, and, and I totally forgot about it, is that this <laughs> studio is, is uh, haunted. And there is a someone here but i was hoping that maybe if you came you might just pick up on that pick up on who haunts the studio lou that would be cool huh jp villamon right okay well now you mentioned the names well well i know there, there could be several right but yeah that was one of my things yeah, and, I and i'm gonna die in this room too so my retirement plan i've heard your show i thought you have already <laughs> it's true my career may be haunting this studio. oh no <laughs> so anyways we're going to be taking a break right now and when we come back uh we're speaking with uh angel expert and psychic goddess nancy smith when we come back i'm going to ask about the other side if there is light and angels is there a dark side we'll be right back soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future then circles of wisdom is just the place for you circles of wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more located on route 28 in downtown andover massachusetts we carry a large selection of books and music crystals and gemstones jewelry and gifts sage aromatherapy and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere we offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga reiki psychic development alternative healing and personal transformation for guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. Welcome back to 
Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. You're listening to Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 FM HD2, and also on tojinet.com. I am your scary godmother, Roxy Zwicker. I'm sitting here with Professor Lou Plassey, New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolek, Ken Zwicker. See, he has a last name. <laughs> and I'm here also with Nancy Smith, angel, intuitive, artist extraordinaire. Website, Angelscapes. Angelscapes.net. Somebody stole the .com, so it's angelscapes.net. Really? Huh? Yes. Oops. Ooh. .net. Well, I like, so the, I like the .net because it's like you're networked in with the angels. Not so only that, that, if you want to catch the angels, you use the net. Yeah, see, I think it works. There we go. We, I we, don't we, recommend that, however. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good idea. We push that uh, right through. So before the break, um, I mentioned... The dark side. Is there a dark side? Do you believe there's a dark side? Have you ever faced these type of entities? Well, if there are. Yeah, the dark side. That is such a funny thing. That, um, there's so many dimensions to that. Of course, there's a history in angelology of the fallen angels, you know, mm-hmm. the angels that really wanted to uh, serve themselves, more experience things from a different yeah. point of view. I think there's something. A very notable one, too, by the yeah, way. A very notable yeah. one, and, yeah. and his team, his yeah. group. Talking about Hillary? And so so the, the archetype or the mythology or the angelology around that is that um, it, the angels are to be in total servitude to, to the divine creator. I feel like there's kind of another story behind there uh, um, is, is that um, the creator wanted to experience himself in so many different ways. So he created light, he created dark, he created angels, he created humanity, he created many, many planets. And um, I feel as though there's a peace when this is all over with, and we're going to all go, all be together in one big room, we're going to see that the dark was just as meaningful and taught us just as much Mm -hmm. as the light. And I feel like um, my favorite uh, C.S. Lewis kind of thing, he was writing Defining Heaven in some fictional novel, and and he, he had some people who thought they deserved to go to hell, so they created that misery around them, even though they were in the middle of heaven. And uh, hmm. I, I loved that description. So because it's beyond your reality, your own yeah, reality, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, yeah. and it's the energy that you've created throughout your life. Um, I'm, not a real go- I'm not really big on the, whole, the ghost end of things, yeah, or more on the spiritual yeah. end of things. However, I do know that um, energy and thought form, can't, you can put so much into it that it becomes its own thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, um, psychologists talk well, about Both of you are going to hate this, but one of the quotes, one of my favorite quotes is, our life is divided into three stages. We are born fearing God. We spend the middle part of our lives trying to find God. And in the last part of our life, we figure out we are God. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that That's we, that we you know, basically yeah. create our own reality. So let's skip the middle part and just go to we are God. What are we creating? Yeah. I yeah. like that part. Like <laughs> it comes back to our choices and free will. Exactly. We create our own hell. Exactly. We do, and we have a lot of um, tools that we don't have that we could have to get ourselves to recognize when we're creating our own hell and how to stop it. Um, that's... Uh, that's key to our lives right now to realize uh, which which dragon are you going to feed, which wolf are you going to feed, the one that nurtures you and is in your learning and growing, or the one that you're scared to death over, and that you're going to make all these choices because life is hard and life yeah, is I scary. I love that quote too. Mm-hmm. And which wolf are you going to feed? The one, the one you're going to feed. Uh, it's the it's a Native American it's story, a Native right? Native American story. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that story. Mm-hmm. The, you mentioned something which I always find amusing, and 
that a lot of people say about the ghost end of it. They say, oh, you know, I don't do it, the ghosts with it. But it's how you define ghost that mm-hmm. makes you look at that the way you look at it. Correct. So ghost is could be no more different than just the spirits that you deal with normally. Right. I um, wrote a little article called How to Tame a Ghost, and it, I lived in a haunted house. How to Tame house. a Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You get the chair but, uh, and the whip. Yeah, but it, in this house, I lived in this haunted house, and it was very blatantly haunted. I've lived in a number of haunted houses, but I uh, this one was he got into my head and whenever someone was staying over or I had a guest it would get into that person's head too and so this guy it was the psychological ghost but he had died in the house of um, lung cancer he had smoked and um, caught the uh, oxygen thing on fire and so uh, it was a very horrible passing Mm -hmm. Um, but he liked to hang out in the house because that was the last safest place he had He, he was a real smart guy I mean once I finally turned around to him and say, listen, I hear you, I see you, I feel you, you, you do scare me. I said, but what is this whole deal about? So we started talking, and then as we communicated back and forth, I realized that my inner fears, the, the, I had all kinds of issues I didn't want to face, that he was picking up on that and showing them to me. He was having a lot of fun doing it, too. <laughs> and uh, so once we... Um, so you were the ghost. So, yeah, <laughs> they, well... But yeah, my inner ghost, the things that we deny, the things that we throw out there can haunt us. They can become our ghosts. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But this was a real life spirit right. who was having fun with the mirrors. He was having fun playing with that energy. And I since rented that house out and um, the tenants come back to me with really unusual stories. Mm-hmm. Really? And they usually reflect. You wouldn't think it was the same spirit, but it was the same spirit because that spirit was using their material to um, get in their heads with. And I thought that was fascinating. Have you ever tried to... Oh, sorry. Oh, so even that had a message for you, a, yeah. a teaching, something to learn. Absolutely. Everything does. The darkest things, you our biggest fears, are, wh- are where we need to go and face and learn. That's where the good stuff is, believe it or not. Ken's <laughs> becoming a guru. Guru? Guru. Have you ever tried to draw the ghosts that are in these houses? If you um, if you've had all these experiences, I'd be yeah. I'd be curious to see. I have not I did, that particular situation. I did not draw that mm-hmm. ghost. I don't know why it never occurred to me. However, mm-hmm. I have been in houses who have had you know that they have that the meters show that there's activity there, mm-hmm. and I sit and uh, in that space in that energy, and I have drawn them and brought their stories. She out. did that at Spirit Quest, basically yeah, too, yeah, which yeah. is very mm-hmm. similar well, to it's, that. It's I love it because mm-hmm. they're so entertaining and they have so much to say, and I feel like. Once I talk to them, as much as they might show disruption and pain and anguish, once I'm really talking to them, they're they're fine. They seem good. They're cool. They're, cool. Right. they're good. They're just having fun with us. Yeah. You know, your point is fascinating. Your point about defining ghosts, because I think a lot of times the ghosts that we deal with. Remember the woman who called us and she said she would smell her father's pipe tobacco yep. mm-hmm. time and time again. That's coming from her. That's mm-hmm. that's generated by her. Which is fine. It's the way some people live on in us, mm-hmm. right? So his, his, her father's ghost is with her in a very real sense, it, depending on what way you think it's being generated from. And then I started thinking, you were talking about seances and other readings and with a medium, and you're wondering, well, how does that translate there? Well, it's all energy. You're putting out the energy. It's just a matter of whether there's another antenna there to pick it up. You know what's interesting about Nancy saying that uh, how you know they throw stuff back at you? And, of course, um, when we did the original Ghost Chronicles, uh, Maureen and myself, we would just go around and tape it on a little dinky recorder and everything. That was a lot of fun. 
Uh, but anyways, we went to Dudley. I miss Maureen scaring me on a weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> Dudley, we, miss, we, we went to Dudley Road in Boreca, which has got a huge list of urban legends associated with it. Is that the road that sort of seems like it's up? When it's, really it's a road. It, you could drive down the center of the road, let go of the steering wheel, and it'll yeah. drive straight. There's a house that's sunken into the earth. There's a nunnery there where uh, the uh, person from the same asylum went and raped the nuns. And there's a, a tree there that uh, a nun hung herself because she was pregnant by a priest. Uh, there's a whole mess of stories with this place. Most of them, and actually all of them, are very little fact in it. So Maureen had never heard of this place, so we, we drove down there, and uh, I never tell her anything about where we're going or anything. So we, we went down there. It was in daylight, and we started driving down the road. And um, the interesting thing is she started picking up on all the legends. All the legends were coming through, which was crazy because... There's no basis wrong, right? Yeah. But we we dwell on this for quite a while, and then we dug down and gone through it deeper. And what it was, it was actually uh, a, an ancient spirit, an older spirit that was just using these, and we tell them us what we wanted, basically. You know, this was what people came there for, and so he was just giving it back to us. You sure it wasn't the Democratic Convention? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got you going political yeah. now, too. All right. <laughs> it was a BP fastball. I had to yeah, you could have. <laughs> so it, it's really interesting that, yeah, spirits can use our own fears, our own thoughts. Um, you know, the great haunted house experiment where they designed us haunted house where they they came up with a backstory and brought people in and they began to experience this whole thing even though there was no haunting it before but it was created by us the old spirit is a haunted house haunted if no, there are nobody around if there's no humans around so thought precedes reality exactly it's energy it's, it's all energy. about energy and we thought. are god you put that up there. Full <laughs> circle. I like that. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Nancy will be joining us at Spur Quest this year, Roxy. Excellent. Which so is exciting. Yep, she's yeah. coming and she'll be doing readings there. Yeah. Right? And she'll also be taking, doing a presentation. Yes, yes. And what, do you know what it is offhand? Um, I hate to put her on a spot. I know. I was kind of wondering that, but you know, I love to draw so much. It's, so, I mean, okay. I mean, we'll have to talk about what. What yeah. the other things are, but I think I'd like to draw for people. I'd like to present present to them fair communication and then draw. Oh, that's kind of a cool thing. I like and, it. And uh, she'll be taking part in the Da Vinci Code Ghost Hunt on Saturday <laughs> night, which is going to be cool. Because and her drawings will play a key in it. I hope. <laughs> so, anyways. All right. So we've discovered what angels are, and it's speaking of spirit quests, what are demons? Aha. Uh-huh. Well, she. She talked about her, right? She I keep are saying they, like she's not even all, here. Nancy talked about it, and and the, are they all the fallen angels, or is this an entirely different class of spirit? I, I feel that um, we feed our demons. I feel that there's a, probably an essence or an energy that starts, and that we can continue to feel feel feed it and build it. Um, I have been 
actually on my own little quest trying to understand all of the violence that's been going on. Mm. And I have been asking Spirit to show me. And so this is my little private project. And I'm telling it on the radio, so I guess not so private. <laughs> but what's motivating so many people to tip over? I know it's mental illness. It's not what I'm getting. I feel like that there's something End of days. really hard, uh, I, and I and I feel like there's so many people wanting to raise the vibration and uh, mm, and have us fed. you know exactly transform. Right. But I think that as we raise the vibration, everything else is coming out of the swamp too. We're raising it's like everything. A, it's like a pushback. Well, I don't think it's a pushback. I think we're all going up. So mm-hmm. the things that were hidden are now not as hidden, and, and then these people who are very mentally ill or have lots of problems are now seeing more clearly to act on it. And I don't want to give credit to any group or place or thing, Mm -hmm. but I think because we have such a core negativity that's going on and so many are feeding into it, and I think I would call that like the ISIS kind of thing, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're giving permission to people to go bananas, to really go into that demonic part of themselves. Do you think it's more that they have had this in them all the times, but now they have something that they can connect to? And therefore, act upon it. Exactly. That's what I'm playing with. That's what I'm, I'm yeah. wondering. It's been actually meditating on that and, and really wondering how can uh, this be shifted or changed. I don't. I don't I mean, we all have different answers, but yes, I feel that um, we're getting to a tipping point. There's always been that dark, heavy energy. And if you look at nature, just look at nature. Ever watch those nature programs? One big bug is eating another yeah, kind those. of thing, and I it's like so. We, I do too. It <laughs> makes me feel so sad. But but uh, that's part of our the life that that's, that's been true. created here. Mm-hmm. When we got to deal with it, we got to look at it, and um, and we don't have to participate in it, mm-hmm. but we can um, bring in and shift a, a change in it somehow. When I get the all answer, I'm just going to write it all down and publish it and give it to people. But I think there's been a trillion people trying to figure this out. And uh, That's maybe one of those secrets that we'll never know until till, we're there. Yeah, we're there, and we're all in the same room talking about it, mm-hmm. and then we'll no, get I the I think you're right on it. I think mm-hmm. it's very clear. I think it's, uh, this is feeding it. That's the wolf of feeding. I think so too. I feel like so, do you believe in like a greater consciousness where we're all Absolutely. part of? A yeah, we, I do. I do a one mind consciousness mm-hmm. that we we can connect to and relate to, and it's actually um, some scientists, uh, neurologists have kind of proven that there's there's a, a, an extra brain wave going through our brain, and that's connecting it to the one mind mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. And you look a little bit that hundredth monkey thing. You know that story. Mm-hmm. Hundred monkey? No, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not so. Yeah, tell us Maybe our listeners might not be either. So there's groups of monkeys. Just imagine mm-hmm. there's like an island. There's some groups of monkeys, and then across the water, there's groups of monkey on another island. So uh, this island, the monkeys, one falls in the water, learns how to swim instead of drowning, and then then teaches the other monkeys how to swim. So when the hundredth monkey learns how to swim across the water on the mainland, another monkey falls into the water and learns how to swim. And so the hundredth monkey is that collective consciousness that it gets large enough to affect other people. And if you look through the, um, you know, the the age of metals, the Bronze Age or the Iron Age or whatever, you'll see it across the globe that they the archaeologists simultaneous discovery. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and they, they're it's the, called plagiarism. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but these are unrelated people. It, it, different it, parts it, of the world, evolution yeah. and and dis- but scientific that happens discussion. all the time, anyways. Yeah. Uh, creative. Uh, I forget the word now, of course, but people come up with the 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 same 
invention exactly. in different parts of the world. Exactly. That invention's meant to be here. So if one person is a little too slow, I feel like you know another person will be inspired by it. That's kind of like my backdoor theory. But I, I, yeah, we we do. Um, put a lot of stuff into the collective consciousness and then there's the one mind there's a collective consciousness that we're all connected to and that's somehow connected to the one mind the creator mind but I feel like sometimes we need to step away from what everyone else in the world is thinking and then take it up to another notch say well, so what does this mean where is, where is this really taking me mm-hmm. so would you say that that's a more of a motivating reason for people to start working with their angels to, to try and continue to bring this shift about? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It can really pull you out of your own inner nightmare, too. Um, if we're going to go talk about demons and our own inner ghosts, if we um, bring the angels into a sacred spot, place around us, open up our hearts to the thing that we're the most afraid of, bring it out to the light, your heart light. I'm not trying to be too new agey about this, but and then and then let it expand into the you know into the creator's eyes, into our higher selves' eyes, and we, then we'll start to hear the reason we're afraid of certain things and what the fear has to talk to us, and then it changes as soon as we're in a relationship with it, and we realize, oh, um, I've been afraid of this ever since I had this experience, and now I decided that my whole life's going to be like this, and I don't have to do that anymore. Do you think, techn- uh, do you think technology has amplified this whole phenomenon? Oh. It's much easier to spread, uh, to oh, in essence, yeah. spread consciousness. Oh, yeah, well... Good, good or bad. Good or bad, exactly. Yeah. Good or bad. Give me that. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. There's, and it's so hard to keep things secret in the world, even yeah. in... Um, even in China for a while, I don't know what they've done with their firewalls lately, but or are different. You know, you you know uh, within two minutes of something happening in Munich, Germany, yep. for instance, and so you have people who are reacting to it by immediately going into prayer and healing, or being horrified, or deciding that I need to call my senator so we can get more guns on the street. Whatever you want right. to do with it is uh, we we have way so much i feel like my head's going to explode i don't know about right. you mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like the amplification of the butterfly effect yeah and yeah. that now we have all this thing where that butterfly flapping its wing is now amplified throughout yeah. the world and so the effect is greater and bigger plus you can get the hundredth monkey in like 10 seconds there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's because of course, hopefully t- he's doing it right. So, but a lot of that comes from need, right? And our needs as a society, as a race, right now, become bigger, quicker. In, in other words, and need to be responded to in some sort of way. More gratification too. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and even if it's a need for gratification, sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think, is Pokemon yeah. uh, Go <laughs> the fifth oh, no. rider of the apocalypse? Hey, wait a minute. You get you. We got a fifth horseman of the apocalypse. We, right we can do Angels Go. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of where they're going to catch your angels. But this is this was an example. Right this was an example of what I'm talking about, where this is spread so quickly and becomes so invasive so quickly. It's scary how quickly this all happened. And it can happen with a bad idea, it can happen mm-hmm. with a good idea, but obviously the bad ideas tend to always have more pull and more sway. And well, they do. They're more entertaining. Yeah. They're more exciting. <laughs> they, they, they give they us more drama in our lives. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. We, still got, we still love our cat videos. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the opposite, right? Absolutely. I mean, isn't it? That's love, and, and that's... You know, it's just as entertaining and, and as the bad stuff. The good yeah, stuff can be, too. It used to be years ago, there might be five people in the country who thought we got to kill cops. 
and and, that, and it stayed that way for a yeah, while. And now, yeah. if there's five people in the country who think we've got to kill cops, there's 500. Lou, were you around in the 60s? There was more than five, the was more five people in the 60s. Well, that, yeah. my point is an idea like that becomes uh, a major problem much quicker and much easier than sure. it is. Which, which takes me back to the uh, to what I want to to something that's occurring to me over the past few months is is that we need to know who we are, that you know, and where we've come from, and and what's going on inside of ourselves. We're so easily led by all this information that's coming our way. It's not accurate. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what it's happens done. is oh, they yeah. take our right. worst and they amplify it. All we hear about is our worst. We're racist. Right. We're uh, homophobic. We're uh, you know we're statist, and. Where eighty percent in the middle, ninety percent in the middle are not that thing at all. But that's the society we're, all we're in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you look about it. You look at all the political ads alone. They're not talking about the good of their candidate. No. They're all, tra- especially on Facebook, it's all anti. They take the worst of us and paint all of exactly. us with it. They all trash each other. Yeah. So, so again, it goes back to the individual. Even though we feel like we're collective consciousness, we still have to start with our own individual sense of who we are, what we're creating in our lives, what we're responsible for. And, and then if we can find that map, what we came here to do, and, and begin to implement on a soul level who we are, we have such an opportunity to do that. And so, like I said, feed, feed, which wolf are you going to feed? If you feed the wolf that's going to grow and learn and understand, then that's what you're going to get out of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if you're going to be in fear, uh, I don't think you have much freedom in your life. Kind of you know, you, the interesting thing is, I I think that... Wow, if, this got deep. I know. Well, this, right. got that, deep. this is good stuff. I like it. Um, if we were all more empathetic, then the world would be a better place. We would understand how other people suffer, how other people... Uh, you know, are good, so they f- you feel you know well their their elation as well as their desperation. Yeah, but she just hit on it. When you live in fear, you have no freedom, and we're pulling people into fear. We're yeah, we making are making everybody a victim. But we, if we were, sure if we understood more, it, that's yeah. the key. If we understood each other more, that's yeah. the problem. We don't. It's so you true. Look at the bigger yeah. picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I watched an uh, interview of a CIA agent. She was retired, and she she said, "Gosh, you know, every story I heard brought uh, from every, you know, she was in the different uh, Middle East countries for a while, and she said every story I heard, it was a human person talking about a dream, talking about protecting their family, talking about wanting to have their life. So she said, why don't we um, have more open policy and less fear? And I, you know, you've heard that a thousand times, but to hear it from a CIA person, and I." feel that that's really, really true. If Even within yourself, like taking it home and more personally, talking to that part of yourself that wants to buy into the fear. Why are you buying into this? What are you getting out of it? And have that person, that part of yourself be open and honest. Say, I'm getting out of it because I'm freaking bored with what we're doing in my life now. Or I don't want to do this, or I want this, or I want that. So when we own our own selves, we see the individu- individual growth. God, it, it changes. It, and then you invite three people next to you to change. So, kind of thing. 620. <laughs> I was doing that so. I know, I know. You're trying to be subtle. <laughs> okay, six twenty. We're running out of time. He's doing the football signals over there. I always give you the five, so you haven't gotten the five yet. He's, he's on it. Well, I had, yeah. you know, I had some things I wanted to mention before we ended the show. So six oh three. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right, so Nancy, what do you have coming up? Um, I have well the. The event with you, which I'm really Spirit excited. Quest. And then just for the name, Spirit Quest. Spirit Quest. Right. The Spirit Quest. <laughs> Angels and Demons. 
Okay, mm-hmm. Angels and Demons. So I got that, getting my head on for that. And then uh, just the night before that, I'm going to be, um, it's, this is all on my website, but I'm going to be um, doing a demonstration with two other mediums where we're going to get together. And who are they? Uh, Liam Galvin and Laurie Sheridan. Oh, cool. And we're going to be on the South Shore at, uh, I think, the Radisson Hotel. It's on my website. I'm not, my brains are not giving me all the good details. That's going to be a phenomenal because what we're going to do is bring messages from the loved ones, but we're going to uh, do a thing called double linking where we bring the same, I draw while somebody else explains. I love that. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's, that's really rare when, awesome. when you could see that happen in a medium demonstration, so I really recommend that's seeing cool. that. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, been a big yeah. advocate of that, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. I think that if you get a bunch of mediums and they can work together, you can get such a clear picture than you can with just one. I'm not just saying that no, anything yeah, has one. It just right. it, yeah, it works. Right. I've seen it happen, and it's freaking awesome. We, we, we just did that a couple months ago with the Music Hall Loft, where there were three of us that were there, and we were picking up on, on similar things, but we were in, in more isolated environments doing that, mm-hmm. and we were all picking up on the same people that had spirits that were there giving the same descriptions. It's wonderful. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. kind of phases out your individual filters, doesn't it? It yeah. does. Yeah. 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 And plus it reinforces it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also have each medium has a different perspective. Yeah, you know who they are. Mm-hmm. So exactly. maybe one is more psychological and one one is more detail oriented mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. with what kind of shoelaces they're wearing. And then you've got this magnificent picture, and then you've got me drawing the picture of, of them. Awesome. And it's kind That's of cool. That's great. Roxy, what do you got coming up? Uh, let's see. So I'm I'm going to be in Rhode Island in the end of August. I'm doing uh, two events down there, um, just outside of Coventry, Rhode Island, oh, cool. at the libraries, which I just posted on my website. Which is? Curiosities dot com. Cool. Um, and then of course this weekend we're going to be at Temple Fest in Southampton. We have ghost tours Thursday and Friday, and again mm-hmm. on Sunday. So lots of stuff in our pipeline here. And um, you will be at Spirit Quest too. I will also be. Spirit Definitely. Quest, September 23rd through the 25th. If you want more information on Spirit Quest, letter N, letter E, ghostproject.com, and you can buy tickets right online. That's right. Yeah. I got some cool stuff. I'm going to the Red Light Sands, of course, our monthly Red Light Sands at VZ is continuing with interesting results. But also, I'll be doing a Pirate and Ghost Cruise on the uh, 19th, I believe it is. Oh, gosh. A lot of fun. Yeah, out of Rye. So that's a two and a half hour cruise. We're going to go to the Isle of Shoals and uh, a bunch of other places and talk about some of the pirate legends, the ghost legends, and all that cool stuff. So check out my website, IndieGhostProject.com. And don't forget Nancy's, which is Angelscapes.com. Net. Net. Very good. Net. Com. So, that, anything, Lou, with you? Me? Yeah. No, I'll be at Burger King on Saturday. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, if someone stopped by, someone stopped by, you'd give them an autograph? I'd be at Michael's Harborside probably sometime Saturday night. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, I'll give them an autograph, sure. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us in all these podcasts, by the way, now are on iTunes, so you can listen to them on iTunes if you missed them. And you can subscribe on iTunes as well. You can? Yeah, so if you just go in and type in your email address and link your account, you'll get an email with every episode from every week. Really? So you don't even have to log in. It'll be emailed to you. So you can just press the link. And do they listen. archive our shows on Tojinet? They do okay. as well. Yeah. yeah. So we're on iTunes and we're on Tojinet as well. So. And you're on the, uh, are you on the podcast here? No. At Eagle Radio 1110? No. Okay. 
We'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> anyway, should we go on spring FM? For the cost. Are we going FM or what? Oh, What's the story? That is the question of the going week, isn't what? Going FM? Yes, we Eventually? Are. In June? No. <laughs> June is already July. In July? <laughs> hey, this is a technological endeavor. Mm-hmm. A lot of angels working in our favor trying to get the, all of our gear in here and get okay. it going. And the antenna. So that's going to be... By the end of the... I, I feel fairly confident by the end of the summer. Great. We'll be FM. So by Labor Day. That's... That's yeah, sure. I'm might Mark, be, Mark might calendar be, might be much sooner. Might Great. be much sooner. Nice. By 2017 for sure. <laughs> Stay tuned. Like I said, I'll bring in my cards next week. We'll figure it out. Right. Well, the first time we go FM, we'll have to have a, a big to do, big party. Yeah, on the air. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. Cool. We can play that Steely Dam song. FM. Oh, no static at all. God. No static at all. I haven't heard that one in a while. I like that song. Wow. Anyways, Nancy, Nancy Smith has been our guest. Thank you so much Thank for being Nancy. with us. Angelscapes.net. Uh, what's your name? Ken. And uh, NewEnglandCuriosities.com. There you go. So, till next time, good night. God bless. Ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord. The opinions.